I noticed the chair that I, that I, that I sit in while we record is very, very squeaky. Yeah, I know, you were saying last episode, you were like, or like, I think you were just like, I'm not going to sit in this chair anymore. Yeah, I'm not going to sit in this chair. <laughs> Instead. Excuse me, that's my bedroom you're in. Yeah, you have my chair. Yeah, hey, don't touch my chair. Don't touch my chair. Oh, fuck. Oh, you um, I'm sorry that Ichi and Paul were playing fucking Fall Fantasy one night and I was itching to play Gears, so I took that chair, put it in my room, set up my 360, and then played Gears 3. There. There, now I have a chair that doesn't squeak, but now I can't reach the computer. Uh-oh. Oh, dear. What are you gonna do? Uh, how about I schwa the roll call and we'll figure it out. Okay. Eiji Tsuburaya, the man who created something from nothing. Godzilla, Ultraman, but when those who don't give his franchises enough credit, these podcasters will do it justice, for they are Kaiju Sentai, Ultra Ranger! Lover of all things Ultraman, Ultra Yellow Cancer, gone. The other son of the lion, Ultra Pinkcaster, late! Spreading the love on one of Japanese beloved franchises. Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Shrek! Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, the show where we talk about Ultra Ranger's past, present, future, Godzilla, and all kaiju in between. I'm your host, Ultra Pinkcaster Lane! And I'm hyper because I had a lot of Kool-Aid today. That, yeah. <laughs> Just after we watched an episode of Fairly Odd Parents. About all of them having a sugar rush. Because fucking Timmy Turner wished for just only sugar in the world. Not just desserts. Yeah. <laughs> just desserts. <laughs> and yeah, I am your host. As I properly said that. Grr. I am your host. Grr. Or grr. Yeah. Or in high school it was grr. We're back. Yeah. And yeah, this is episode 94 so, of you know what that means. Ultra Ranger. Not, you know what that means? Fucking Gridman episode. Oh, I thought you were going to say we're done. <laughs> Sorry, not Gridman. Um, what bullshit is Takashi uh, up, upset about this week? It's Takashi's time of the month. <laughs> yeah. I will say, though, it wasn't too stupid. Oh, no. no his reasons for this set for for this episode these two episodes it was kind of reasonable like he has a reason not to kill people over it oh yeah he doesn't commit genocide this year or this, this and then episode, episode episode uh, 17 he was just like well, we'll get to it yeah we'll get to it but yeah uh we're talking about oh sorry uh yeah we're talking about episode 17 of ultraman and ultraman tiga and episode 16 and 17 of denko chojin gridman that's some weird timing. Perfect timing, but weird timing. Yeah. All right. But first, as always, we have some news. Oh. Which our news, our first news story, shockingly enough, about Gridman. It's a mook book. Yeah. I love it, mooks. It's one of those um, big compilation books that covers, uh, like you know, the, the whole entire series. show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, Gridman, Denko Chojin Gridman will get a companion book uh, due to come out on September 26th. Oh, that's why it's called a MOOC. It stands for media book. Yeah, okay. a MOOC. What a MOOC. 
Uh, yeah, September 26th. That's my mom's birthday. Here you go, mom. Happy birthday. Here's the Gridman Mook, and I'm going to Japan for Super Icon. Bye. Oh my god, Superhero, Superhuman Cyber Cyber Squad's available on DVD. Yeah, it's always been available. We need DVD. we need to buy it on DVD so we can actually watch it officially. How about you find Volume One first? Okay. You find Volume One, I'll actually be interested because okay. I can only I can only find Volume Two. Mm. We have to eat all fifty-two episodes of Cyber Squad is on DVD. Not in the one giant pack, it's like two separate sets. Volume 1, Volume 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, in 1994, the series was imported as Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. And in 2018, to celebrate the franchise, uh, the series' uh, 25th anniversary, we got SSSS Gridman. Yeah, we do. Uh, so far, there is no uh, confirmation as to whether or not those two shows will also be added to the MOOC. Uh, but so far, the book will include interviews from the cast and the staff of the show, as well as a look at the toys and overall designs of the monster suits, sets, production photos, and much more. Damn it. I was like, yeah, I found it unavailable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try checking eBay. <laughs> it's on eBay. Oh god, you lost me Yeah, uh, next news story, which, actually, for this MOOC, I, I may be interested in it. I mean, it'd be cool just looking at Gridman shit. Yeah, like official photos, man. Oh, just, Gridman looks so good. He does look good. I want figure arts mm-hmm. of Gridman. Make a fucking figure arts original Gridman. I, I will buy Gridman. I would buy it too. I, I buy I'd buy it just for the design. I still kinda want the mini plus set. I'd probably I'd probably post him doing his grid Our next news story involves some uh trading card or Shishiki art sets involving Ultraman uh characters. Okay, so we got Ultraman. Oh, oh here's all of them down here. Oh fuck. Yeah, there's a lot of these. Okay, so we got Ultraman, we got Ace. Oh, that's Ultraman Jack. Or sorry, Jack. We yeah. got Leo. Yeah. No, that's Astra. No, that's, that's Ace. That's Ace, yeah, that's it's Ace. Ace, Jack, Bemstar. I can't remember the name of that super monster, but he's from Ace. Okay. Uh, then you have... Taro. Yeah, and then Taro, Leo. Leo. Alien Magma. Alien Magma. Um, Tyrant, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Then we got... Zeton, Ultraman, Ultra Seven, so King Joe, King Joe, Bietchen. Then we have some iconic fights. Uh, Ultraman, Ultraman Jack with someone. I know that I see Alien Knackle in the background, and so I think there, that maybe there's the episode. Other. Oh, it's Black King. And there's the episode where Ultra Seven fought uh, Metro, Metron. Metron. Yeah. And then Bolton with Ultraman, and Ultraman Taro with Balsack. Bird monster that Lane loves. Fucking hate bird. Bird on. You're still you're you're still supposed to do that thing where you just buy bird on vinyl without you telling me and you hide it somewhere. Who says I haven't? If you haven't yet. If you have, you've hit it very well. <laughs> and yeah, those are just um, what is that like twelve? Four, four, eight. Do you know 12, what the, sixteen? Yeah, there's sixteen. The, you know what the best way of doing that would be? Huh. So you buy a bird on vinyl, you give it to Kelly, and then it's just I, I'm at Kelly's place one day and it's just there and I'm like, Kelly, what the fuck? Where the fuck did you get that? And she'll be like, 
I just always like bird on. I'm like, message you. The fuck, dude? <laughs> who, who said I didn't already do that? God damn it! <laughs> I know you didn't. No, I didn't. I'm broke. For but eventually, you'll get you'll 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 get that bird on. Yeah. Now these look cool. These look nice. So, um, for those unfamiliar, Shishiki art pieces are a series of candy toy products that are small collectible pieces of artwork. Out of the 16 pieces in a set, four rare variants will be featured gold metallic foil. How big are they? Are they just like cards? Yeah, I think they're just like tiny little cards. Oh, okay. I was like, uh, I was I, gonna say if they're like full on like like paintings, like like that size or something like yeah, that. That's like, what I was saying. If you had like a hallway, like a long hallway in the house, then you could just like frame them and just. I think they're like the Burger King cards. Okay. Like the from Pokemon the first movie. Oh, okay. So those are fucking cool. Uh, oh so, wait, it says on hang on, go down. So I got Oh Oh uh, uh Vakashim. Yeah, Vakashim. Rekka Rekashim No Rekka Rekashim no. It's Rekamabushi. I know it is. Rekamabushim. Cool. Uh no, these look really good. These will be released on December thirty first. The new set will feature sixteen drawings that will retail for three hundred and eighty for each individual piece. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Here's a better collectible that I would rather have. <gasps> it is a science, the special science search party, uh, clips and pins of the meteor badge. I think it's the meteor badge, or it's this sort of logo. Wait, go down. Damn it! Doesn't look like I can do it here. What? It did a little antenna. Oh well, no! But I think there is an uh, there is one that you ultra can do replica that. Yeah. of that. Oh. I'd like to have that. So yeah, uh, go, Kapu, Kapu. <laughs> uh, the science party emblem pins have now been announced by the official Subaru Online Store M seventy eight. They are approximately forty three millimeters wide by seventeen millimeters long. Uh, they're available online. Each pin comes with a special display case. The neckties are made to, of alloyed and adorned with. Colosone or Colosone? Colosone finish. Oh. Okay. Whatever that means. That's yeah, like a type of polishing. Okay. Well, these look cool. Yeah. I, I want, I'd like it. Oh, yeah, and they also come with a display case. The thing that they invented something that small as a communication device in 1966, that's impressive. I know it's like a fictional series, mm -hmm. but. Uh, the neck tie clip will go for 3,000 yen, uh, with tax not included, and the, and the pins will go for 2,000 yen. See, that's how pins should be. Like, it's like with my old manager's name tag. It's just a magnet instead of an actual, like, freaking uh, like, pokey needle thingy. Yeah. I hate those, because it ruins your shirts. No, that's cool. If I was, like, the president of Super Riot Canada... I would wear that. Oh, you always time. wear it, yeah. yeah. Subaru Canada. Gar, did you have that dream again where Subaru Productions had a headquarters around around the world and you were the president of the Canada one? This time I was the vice president. Gar. And just you have an Ultraman statue of Ultraman Nexus because he went to Canada. No, just no, 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 just walk into my office and there's just Comrider stuff on my shelf. I'll never forget that episode of X. 
Oh, where Nexus went to Canada? Nexus went to fucking Canada and fought a kaiju. Like, that's fucking amazing. I found out, uh, for my friend, uh, she was doing, uh, she was doing a bunch of trivia on Twitter, and apparently the Nexus episode was, like, by random. They were just like, let's do a Nexus thing. <laughs> let's go to Canada. Nothing happens in Canada. Nothing happens in Canada. Oh, no. shit, Canada. That's fucking amazing. Bemular was there. And speaking of Bemular, SH Figuarts Bemular, the animation version, has been announced. Shit, look at this motherfucker. So, the Ultra Act... Uh, How do you even stand him? How does he stand with, like, no having no feet? He's, he's got no feet. He stands well. Okay, he's got no feet. <laughs> How the fuck does he move around? Does he just, like, in the show, does he, like, hover? Yeah, he just hovers around. Oh, okay. I was like, because I was like, seriously, like, how the fuck does this guy move around with no feet? <laughs> so, yeah. It looks really fucking good, though. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, Bemular is in, well, this version of Bemular is, I, I don't want to get into spoilers. That's okay, don't get into spoilers, then. Yeah. I, I plan, so my plan is in October, I'm going to watch all of the anime like if i have a day off i might actually try to binge it in one day i mean it's only 13 episodes yeah 20 it's like long. seven hours yeah i could do it yeah uh so yeah this was originally a sh figure arts act uh slash ultra act release but much like with the ultraman ultra 7 uh animation models uh Bemular will also be getting one so that probably confirms that ace will also be getting one as well you know what I'm excited. I think I'm more excited for season two of Ultraman than oh, than the first season. Same here. Just because now, just ignore it. Yeah. Um, hard. Is fucking for Jack. Like I well, saw his design. Well, Jack's in the first season. No, I know, but seeing the suit in action because hmm. you show me that like that statue set. Fucking, that's how big he is, and that's his design. Love it. He's my favorite. And you told me he's a boxer. So yeah. that's already a fucking plus. So if they make a figure arts of Jack, I will buy that figure arts of Jack. I'm making a note here in this episode. I will buy SH Figure Arts Ultimate Jack. Which I think that's the Ultra Act on the side. Yeah, this is... So there's one image where one is the Ultra Act slash figure arts of Bemular, and this is the figure art of just Bemular. That looks so... The figure looks so much better. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, this was based on the manga. This you actually have something to go by. That's interesting that they went with this design for Bemular because like he doesn't look really anything like his monster counterpart. Oh, uh, there's a reason for that. I'm gonna go on the next news story. Okay. Hey, look. Apparently, the creator of the Ultraman manga decided to create a Tiga suit, and it's just called Ultraman Suit Tiga. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Alright. This is a can thing. We, can we get a fucking manga Belial? That'd be amazing. Manga Jeed? Go look up fan art for that. Fucking just put guy put guy in the manga. Just have guys show up randomly for no reason, and then the villain of that arc is fucking juggler. He's just there looking for juggler. Well apparently juggler's fucking causing trouble. Apparently in one episode of the Origin saga, the two creators of the Ultraman manga were cameos. And they actually did watch Orb. Cool. And apparently, Guy's actor actually reads the manga. Cool. Yeah, good to know Guy. You know what? I feel like Guy's actor is always a Ultraman fan, and then when like Super Rider approached him, just going, "Hey, you want to be like an Ultraman for the fiftieth anniversary?" and he's like, 
Yes. <laughs> Fuck yes, I do. Who who would who would turn down an offer like that? Uh, you get to star as an Ultraman in the 50th anniversary project. Ichi Cell Raven. I, no. 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 <laughs> no just naming people that we know. Uh, I know you and I would. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. This is happening. Uh, there's no particular reason as to what's happening with it, aside from Bandai has plans to make a figurized model kit uh, based on it. Uh, release info of the piece have yet to be released at this time, so hopefully more in the future. Bitchin'. But yeah, as for the suit itself, it's... It looks, it looks good. It looks good. Like, for being Tiga, yeah, it looks really good. Well, like, I like I, I like to think that on the suit, like, where, like, the yellow, like, lines are on the chest, I'd like to think they glow. Maybe. I think so. I think that, I think, I think they would glow, and I think that'd look fucking awesome. Cool! Well, who knows, maybe Tiga will show up. I mean, at this point, we know the Leo, Leo and Astro brothers are in, are in the manga. Taro's there, so maybe they, maybe in the future we'll get to see some Heisei Ultraman show up in the manga. I wonder, I wonder if when they'll do a figure arts of Taro, it'll either be just his regular version or him on fire. If you mean if he gets one, yeah. I feel like it, I feel like this show has gotten enough popularity that they like they're like no we can make figure arts of them. Maybe season maybe when season two comes around. So we've already made Bamilar, they've already made Ultraman, they've already made Ultra Seven. Ace will probably be next. Yeah. Fucking but yeah, if they make Jack, I will buy Jack. Jack and Zafi, I would definitely buy. Oh yeah. And that is it for the news. That's right. So let's talk about some of that classic old Ultraman. So, episode 17, Passport to Infinity. So, this episode was weird. But, like... Weird in a good way, and like a really interesting way. Like the way the way this episode was filmed, and just like shit they did, it was impressive. I feel like Gav Space Sheriff Gavon was heavily inspired from this episode. Because remember how in Gavon they have that weird dark dimension? Yeah. Where they go fight? Yeah. Well, like that's the thing. So like the kaiju for this episode was like really weird. Oh, weird. So, like, it's the fourth dimension monster, Bolton. Don't don't confuse that with Bolton. Oh, trust me. It's you Bolton will, with a U. We'll get to that with a grid man. Just keep talking. Okay. Um. So he's like this. He, he he's like starts off as like two different separate meteorites or something like that, and then just like. If you try to like use rays or experimentation or something on it, it just causes it. It causes you it to send you to a fourth dimension where you kind of like warps your reality, and you can't go anywhere. You can't escape, and it is truly hell. Yeah, well, yeah, and it like fucks with your perception. So like you could be like running like up a flight of stairs, and then you'll just end up like outside running an infinite 
fucking flight of stairs. It happened in fucking this episode. Well, Ide didn't have an like like first off, Ide didn't have enough of power stars to get to the top. So like, yeah, this is actually a really heavy Ide Arashi focused episode. There he is. That's him. Yeah, Bolton. I have a kaiju card of him from Orb. Wow. Yeah, it came. It came with the. Uh, oh, I want to say it came with the Dark Orb ring. Hmm. That's cool. You got a card. Yeah. So I was thinking about. It, I'm like, wait a minute. I have a card. So this episode, we also get a. So we get another foreign per, uh, character. What's his name, Lane? His name is Sir Yesterday. Like, we're not even fucking shitting you. Well, I, I don't think Sir's his first name, but they did refer to him as Sir Yesterday. Or Mr. Yesterday, and then, you know, there's Yesterday's secretary. Which, oh, uh, Yoko she, Fuji? So, like, she, no, but she fucking said that. Like, they were like, oh, you must be Yesterday's secretary. And I'm just like, I'm like, where's tomorrow's secretary? Oh... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, she, like... She he, couldn't have killed Mr. Yesterday. Look yeah, at her. No, I know. Fucking, like... Ide being the sexist in this episode. Well, he's not, no, it's not being sexist. It's just he was being flirty. Really flirty. Yeah, like, super flirty. And, like, also, I have no idea for an Ultraman drinking game. Alright. So, take a shot every time someone says cap. <laughs> like, every fucking so many times this episode, everyone's like, cap it! Kapu! 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 <laughs> Fucking, I love, I love when that Fuji says, Kapu! 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 Oh, I love, I, this made me love Fuji. I love, she's hot. She's adorable. She's pretty hot. And I think her actress still works for Super High Productions. Cool. She works in, uh, she works in the, uh, I think, Restoration? For, like the old shows. Cool. Yeah, she like makes a little museum. I feel, like, I feel like she has like her 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 uniform still. I feel I feel like she does, and I think she made a cameo in the manga. I think she made a brief cameo in the manga, but she didn't in the anime, which was a bit annoying. But right? yeah, so Sir yesterday he he's a scientist, and he like he you know he got this meteorite from the barren desert. The barren desert, which, which barren is apparently spelled. B A R O H N. Yeah, this is funny because we were, we were having some computer issues earlier today. So, like, when I got home, like, the computer wasn't working. And so I was like, all right, fuck, I'm going to watch the episodes. So, thank God, I managed to find them on Facebook because someone ripped them from Kiss Asian and just uh. uploaded them onto Facebook. So, sadly, I watched everything on 480p when I'm so used to the amazing HD crystal clear Blu-ray rips of all I mean, I'm I'm just saying, my laptop was still working. You could have easily just put my laptop out here. Uh, uh, nah, I wouldn't go in your room and touch your stuff without your permission. I gave you permission. I know, but I wouldn't want to touch anything unless you were there. I'd rather you just bring it out and let me watch okay. it. Okay. Yeah, I, it just, it's just a respect thing. Um, but so yeah. he's, he's experimenting on the meteorite. Gets sent to the fourth dimension, but we don't know that. We just assumed he just disappeared, and we're like, we're never so, going to see him again. So then when Ide and Arashi show up to, like, investigate his disappearance, he just, bam, pops up right in front of them outside. And he's, like, even wondering where the fuck he came from. And then the meteorite that he was experimenting on just ends up somewhere else. It floats away. It floats away, and then ends up in the middle of the road where these other two fucking scientists, I think one of them was, like, named was Kawaguchi. Yeah, uh, Professor Kawa... Scientist Kawaguchi... Uh, Kawaguchi and 
And Mr. Yoshizawa. Yeah. So, then Kawaguchi's experimenting on it. Same shit happens to him, but it's really weird because, like, he's trapped in his lab, and so he tries to, like, escape, but it, like, keeps, like, warping so he can't go any further than he already is. He's, he's tripping balls. And he's just tripping balls. He's, like, losing his mind. So then, like... So then Cap and Hot uh, just goes, all right, I'm going to go fucking investigate. Hi, to come with me. And just like Ida and Arashi are just like, oh, what about us? It's like, no, you go get that other meteorite piece. You fucking put it in storage. Well, you stay here. And they're like, Cap! <laughs> so Arashi goes, gets it from Mr. Fuki. There are so many side characters in this episode. With, Jesus with, fuck. With, with full names. Yeah. So then, so then fucking Hoshino shows up, and he's being all shit. Oh, I'm gonna figure things out. I'm Hoshino. Oh, Hoshino, I'm gonna break my legs skiing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then he goes to visit Sir yesterday, and he starts telling him, oh yeah, so like, these two meteorites, you shouldn't like, keep them together because if you do they'll combine and then they'll probably turn into this big horrible flying monster and he's like oh okay yeah, and, and what the fuck do they do they put them together in storage and they put them together in storage in like this barrier what did and i tell Hoshino's you to do just... not drink so... at the stag party and what do you drink at the stag <laughs> oh, oh, oh i almost walked into that, that one <laughs> um so then hoshino tries telling the like fuji like oh no like you guys can't do that and she's like she's like oh shut the fuck up hoshino get the fuck out of here like no one wants you like, go home we're not gonna believe you go home like she brings them outside and she's just like Go home! And she's like, he's like, but there's a fucking monster! Oh, I'm not gonna fall for that. Oh, shit! I, I don't know what they're properly called, but in the Ultimate Discord that I'm a part of, if you put, like, an explanation mark and, like, a tag, it, it cuts to that image of her pointing at Hoshino being, go home. That's amazing. I think, uh, I think it's, like, cat, like, uh, explanation point, go home. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so... Thankfully, Hayata, Fuji, and Hoshino are escaped, outside. are outside, so they escape the whole fourth dimension thing. Fortunately, Ide, Cap, uh, I think the Arashi. other, yeah, the other scientist and his assistant, Mister Fuki, because he came along. Because oh, if yesterday got caught, I don't want to get caught either. I need to be protected. Mm -hmm. And so. Yeah, which is funny, because, like, he's giving Arashi the meteorite. He's like, oh, we need to safeguard. He's like, can you safeguard me, too? What? <laughs> give, it give it 53 years. I got I got an organization for you about about uh, taking care of things like that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, the two meteorites combine. We get Bolton. And this fucker's weird. It's it's like a sponge type of Well, sponge. no. It reminds me of, like, Shuckle. Oh, yeah, here comes Shuckle. So, then the military decides to just fucking get involved. So, they bring out tanks, they bring out jets, but then, like, it brings out, like, these little pieces of, like, machinery or, like, antennas that come out of, like, its holes. Oh, you mean the egg beaters? Yeah, and then, like... <laughs> it was word? fucking egg beaters. like egg beaters, yeah. So, he it's not shoots... that they looked like egg beaters. They were egg so beaters. he shoots the tanks, and the tanks, like, collapse into the ground, and they get sent to the fourth dimension. And then... The jets come by, or flying, shoots at the jets, the jets disappear, and then he fucks with everything, what, he brings the, summons the jets onto the ground, they're sliding on the ground, they explode, and then he summons the tanks, but they're in the air, flying, they explode, so, like, all, the entire military's dead. They're all dead. And then, 
So then, like, Cap, Cap and Arashi are together, and, like, they're trapped in the lab. They don't know what the fuck to do. They're just trying to run around. But then, the funniest part of the episode is fucking Ide. Because he's just like, he's like, alright, guys, come on, let's go! They're, we're like, running, they're, they're running, they're running, they're running, they're running, fucking end up outside. They're just like, what the fuck? Or, like, they're in, like, this weird other... They're, they're going building. up the stairs, then they end up outside where a bunch of stairs were. And, and, like, you can tell it's just, like, they're in front of, like, a matte painting of just, like, these stairs going up. And yeah. just, like, there's a little black dot that's supposed to be Ide. And you can just see Ide, like, speeding up on the stairs, like... I, I, don't, I don't think that was a matte painting. I think those stairs were there, but they were... No, like, I they, felt, were, they were put in post. Yeah, like I felt like it just felt like they weren't actually there. But like, like when I say put in post, this is 1960, so everything's ma- still made on film. Yeah. So like they probably add the stairs into the film. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's really funny, and then like they go near like a cliffside, and he's like, "All right, we're gonna fucking jump." Well, wait, what? You're gonna fucking die? No, no, no. I feel like this is the way to get out of here. So <laughs> just you just jump. jump off the cliff. Leap. And then he fucking ends in Ultraland. <laughs> in Ultraland. Just cut the Shubikawa from Orb when the angel outfit. Um, so then he ends up dropping into a fucking garbage can. And he's like, oh, ah, it's dark! I can't see anything! I'm in a dark there, dimension! There we were, running in the field. And then either goes jumping right into a garbage can. Ah! Hayata! Get away from there! Oh, a cap, I was just... <laughs> oh my god. Still keeping up the turtles jokes. Yep. Um, and so yeah, so then like... I should he, probably scroll down so we have more than that. fucking... <laughs> it should just be the fucking thumbnail. Just like the, the turtles, like them in the apartment, you just like, Ralph, like, or Hayata's fucking Raphael just going, ah, at <laughs> the windowsill. <laughs> No, that would be too difficult. Yeah. Um, Even though I'm not that good. So then, like, they all get together. And then just the most bullshit fucking thing. So Hayata just decides, all right, this is the perfect chance for me to go transform into Ultraman. So he fucking just runs out, jumps, and, like, Fuji and, Fuji and Hoshin are with him. So, like, they see him run up, and they're like, Hayata, and it just cuts to him just fucking transform into Ultraman. And I'm like, no Fucking way they did not see you fucking do that. <laughs> well, like I say, I like the manga. I like how in the manga, the like the 2011 manga of Ultraman, Ide says, it's like, we knew we were, you were Ultraman. We were just kind of hiding it from the public. Yeah. Which, that, that's just my head games. They know. They know. It's just, it's better off to not say anything. So, yeah, so then they tra- he transforms to Ultraman, and then that this is where fucking chaos ensues. It's like, <laughs> Ultraman, <laughs> Ultraman is trying his fucking best to fight this thing, and just, like, he, like, gets him, like, mid-flight, and then he just starts spinning him, and he's just spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning, and spinning. he spins so fast. And then he, like, spins him underground, and, but then, like, fucking Ultraman's just like, no, fuck you, and, like, gets out. And we actually hear him do, like, a proper, like, swatch. Which I, I think I know how Ultraman beat him. So I think just the fact that uh, Bolton, he could control things that are very slow. Mm-hmm. So Ultraman thought, well, if I just go faster than what Bolton's already making me do, it's going to freaking overwatch. It's going over- to fuck with him. Yeah, it's going to overcharge him. Which, that's what happened. It basically broke Bolton from the inside. Yeah, so then he, like, used his space ray to, like, 
launch him into the air, and then he did it again to, like, blow him up. And then he turned him back into, like, the meteorites, and then he just took them in his hand, and he just fucking crushed them. And I swear to God, the fucking sound they used for him crushing the meteorite in his hand was just the sound of a guy biting into a chip. Like, it just sounded like... What was it? What's the sound you want to crush a meteorite in your hand is also, man. It's Ian Chip. Oh, I thought you were actually going to crush the chip in your hands. No. It sounded like someone biting into a chip. But yeah, and then, like, Ultraman flies off. Fuji and Hoshino find Hayato on the ground, all dizzy. Everything's back to normal, except for the military. I think the military's kind of fucked. Yeah, and then we just, like... like some of the tanks ended up underground. I think this is one of my favorite, like, endings to an episode of recent. So... They go in and it's like, oh, what happened? Like, oh, the monster's, like, gone. It's like, and just like, is like, yeah, I defeated it. <laughs> and just like, I'm like, oh, shit. And like, Fuji's is like, hi, ah, just kidding. It's like, oh, yeah. And then Hatsu's like, yeah, Hoshino saved me. And Cap's like, did you now? Well, Hoshino, that deserves a reward. What do you want? Hmm. Just flips. Just no, no, to no, him. No, no, he doesn't flip. The screen does yeah, like screen. a Luke. The, the screen does like a Lucas, Lucas wipe. In which it, like, it. Cut, like it transitions into him in like a science patrol up. Yeah, so I guess they make him an official member. Yeah, he is an official member now. Wow, and like he, I gotta say, Oshino looks pretty cute in it. In which, yeah, in which I also looked it up. Episode twenty five is his last episode. He's in. Okay. And then he's. Yeah, he was good. Gone for, over half, the rest he's of in the for over half the series, so good for him. Two thirds of the show. That's not bad. Yeah. Um. Kind of remind me of the episode of Simpsons where Bart saves the town or something, and they're like. Oh, what do you want for his reward? He's like, I want a driver's license. And they're like, okay. String. Boy, I'm in the trunk. <laughs> um, but yeah, so th- this was a good episode. It kind of fucked with, fucked with your mind and like... Sometimes the monster doesn't have to be a very strong monster. It just has to be a fucking mental psychopath. No, this thing, this thing almost fucking destroyed the world. And for a thing that doesn't have a face... Also, this is the first uh, kaiju I'm pretty sure that, like, attacked the, the headquarters. Yes, this is the first time uh, it, attacked, it attacks the headquarters. I think Zeton's the only other one okay. that attacks. Yeah. But no, this is a good episode. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, li- I like that Ida got a lot of focus, too. So. Yeah, I'm glad that everyone had something to, to bring to the table. That's why I always like in these Ultraman shows when every character has something to do. So, I'm like, that's, that's good. Also, yeah, fucking so many people said the word cap. Kappa. 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 Yeah, take a shot every time you hear fucking word cap in fucking episode Ultra. Well, anyways, you have to... liver cancer. <laughs> on to Tiga. Tiga. So, episode 17, the battle between red and blue. So, Gar, do you want to describe the opening of this episode? Red and blue, yeah. Um, so, uh, it starts off with these two random soldiers. We, we, we don't really, we've never seen them before. They're they're like this in this open field, and they're just talking about why they're there. Gar, that's, that's red versus blue. Did you watch the episode? The battle between red and blue. Episode 17 of T-Gun. I'll be right back. Alright, did you watch the episode? Yes. There you go, what'd you think? 
Oh, it was a pretty good episode. Yeah. I, I, I definitely like this episode. So, we had our kaijus of this episode are the Blue Nocturnal Alien Abolus. Abolus. And the Red Noon Type Alien, Red. Yeah, and which they are both uh, aliens of... Planet Standal, I believe? Yeah, yeah. There are alien standals from the planet Standal. Yeah. So, they're the same race, but from two separate sides of the coin. Reddle is a part of the Daylight uh, race, in which, and uh, Abolus, he is a nocturnal warrior race, in which they have announced war onto the planet, but they can only attack at night. Yeah, they because they're sensitive to light. They're like the Mogwai from Gremlins. Yeah. So that put them in sunlight, they'll burn. So they're trying to, like, recruit warriors that can survive both in day and night, and who's better to fucking do that? Cats. Yeah, but no, humans. Oh, right. That was my second guess. Yeah. So, they're just like the the blue, I'm just gonna call them blue and red, because it's just easier to say. Blue alien, red alien. Yeah, so, blue, he he's, like, it starts with, like, these guys, like, filming a movie, and so, like, I guess, like, the Blue thought that, like, you know, the actor was an actual, like, warrior. Oh, he, lo- he looked like freaking, um, oh, I can't remember his name. He was, like, a G.I. Joe member. But, yeah, he was, like, fully muscular guy, be- like, beating up people, the blue alien. He's like, yes, I shall take you. And, like, he takes him up to his ship. And then we meet up with this boyfriend girlfriend yeah, brother sister no, husband, I think it's boyfriend wife? girlfriend so yeah, which everyone choose your poison so like both yeah so the guy the guy's a boxer or something so he tries like fighting blue and blue like kicks his ass and then but uh, red stops him yeah revel shows up and he, he like attacks blue and then it just like cuts to red at this like old woman's house it's really weird really abrupt yeah which like I, this... I, I do like how uh, he talked to the police officer. The officer's like, now hang on, is this alien you're talking about red or blue? No, I'm trying to tell you, there were two of them looking the same. One was red, the other was blue. One of them was voiced by Scott McNeil. And then I think the... this was reboot. And then the base... And the base, uh, like, they're looking through all, like, their database of all the kaijus they fought, and they're like, yeah, none of them match this description. Oh no shit, Sherlock. Uh, but yeah, so, like, Red ends up with this, like, old woman in her house or something like that, and, like, it's interesting, I'm saying, like, they cut to, like, a shot of the house, you can tell it's, like, obviously a fucking model. Yeah. Um, and she's just, like, talking to it, and, like, we find out later that, like, they speak telepathically, so that's why she's, like, talking to him going, Oh, so you're a, you're an alien standal! Oh, no, just, oh, you're a standal. Well, I only know Americans and French. Yeah, I'm not. My memory's not much good these days. It's like, oh, do you do you drink tea? Here's some tea for you, Sonny. Oh, I, I'm I've been able to eat much since my husband passed away. You know, I'm old. I'll give you money. I promise. Yes, a prom dress does sound nice, but I don't need one. <laughs> um. So she was like a really like cute old lady, gentlewoman. Yeah, but then like we get like a scene later where it's like really fucked up. Where like. She goes to, like, buy, like, a bunch of groceries, and, like, the, the, the store clerk's just like, what? Are you sure you need all this? And it's like, yeah, you know, I'll just put you in for your normal. And she's like, no, give me all of it. Because she thinks he'll show up again. Yeah. 
So then she goes out, and then she meets, like, this punk dude. And, yeah, because like, she's on a bridge, and she's just looking at the water about how, like, futuristic the city looks. Yeah. And, like, you know, the, the fucking asshole that's on the bridge, she's like, jump already. Telling her to jump. Yeah, and then she, like, throws her food at him, and then, like, fucking pushes the ground. I was like, oh, fucking asshole. But then, like, Riddle comes out of nowhere and just fucking stops, stops him. And then she's like, no, 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 don't be violent. Like, it's okay. Like, I'm all right. And Rell's just like, hmm, that's not cool what they what did to you. Though. That's no good. That is no good. So Rettel freaking, uh, Rettel walks her home, but then the Guts team finally shows up. Like, they showed up before, but uh, they find they find the alien. In which what happens is, um, so like, that's when Rettel tells them everything. Mm. About, you know, the whole planet, the war, and how he's on Earth trying to hunt down humans. And so, like, the elderly woman's like, I know what you guys need to do. And the gut scene is like, what do we do? And she's like, are, are those helmets, are your heads as good for putting those helmets on? They're all like, oh no, I can't. Yeah, so they all figure out, like, they're all warriors, so they need to, like, stage fights but to, like, like to, to get blue, to get blue to come. So, yeah, Horace is like, well, I'll, no, he, well, he was gonna, like, protect the old lady. Yeah, protect uh, the woman. So then they make, like, a, a, a city-wide announcement going, like, yeah, there's a blue alien going around looking for anyone who's fighting, so stop fucking fighting. So, like, we got, like, a scene where, like, this, like, brother and sister are, like, fighting over a video game. And, like, mom the mom comes in just going, turn. going like, do you stop fucking fighting right now? Do you want fucking Bulbas to fucking come and take you? And so then, so then the brother's like, okay, here, have the game. No, you have the game. No, you have the game. And it's like, oh, boy. Mom said it's my turn on the PS. On the Xbox. <laughs> I love that fucking picture. Kyle Ryan just... So, so yeah, they're dressed up as like drunk, like drunk, drunks and bystanders. Yeah, and they're just they're they're having fun. They're fucking around. In which uh, da- Daigo and Shinjo get kidnapped. In which uh, Commander Makata uh, is like pissed, upset. Yeah, he's Aww. like, I didn't get picked. What? It's like Zoidberg. What do I smell? <laughs> um. So then, yeah. So Daigo like gets un- ends up getting transported, but then like Shinjo gets like cased in stone or something like he, in the he's wall. A, he's embedded into the ship. It's, I saw it. I was like, oh my god! So like Daigo tries fighting Blue, and then like Blue is about to get him, and then Rettle shows up, and they start fighting, and he gets shot and like injured. But the thing with uh, Rettle is, um, he he mentions how since Obelisk can't fight during the day because he's weak. It's vice versa with his race. They're really weak at night. Mm-hmm. Which he knows he's not as powerful as Obelisk. Mm-hmm. So I think Rettle was going in there as a kamikaze type situation. He was he was planning on not coming back. Yeah, but thankfully he survived. Yeah, so thankfully he, he did survive. So Blue Blue grows big and then Daigo just like, alright, I know what to do. Yeah, and Rettle's just like, go stop him, I'll save the humans. I'll save the humans, which he does. Like yeah. We actually get like a scene of like, Seeing, like, the people who were beamed, like, beamed back to where they were. So, mm-hmm. so that was good. Um, but, yeah, he transforms to Tika. And then we get this really interesting shot where, like, we're seeing them fight but from, like, a top-down view. Yeah. That was, that was really weird. Because it, you could see how, like, fake the set was. But, like, it that, didn't, that didn't, is, didn't matter because it was just so interesting to see that perspective. Luckily, that shot was very cross. Like, it was 
cross-faded with other scenes mm-hmm. of them fighting. Look, just... That never looks good in Ultraman. No. You gotta, you gotta do it from, like, an angle to make them look big. Like, nowadays, you can do that and, like, CGI all the freaking buildings yeah. in mm-hmm. to make it look good. Yeah. 90s with just muddled sets, it just... Mm-hmm. It looks cheap. Yeah, don't, don't, don't do your... But it was still an interesting shot, regardless. Yeah, like, good idea, just not the greatest idea. Yeah, so then, like, Tika's fighting him, and I, you know what I was actually kind of hoping? I was kind of hoping he'd go power type to... Yeah, he didn't change his forms. This, but I was kind of hoping he was going to, just to kind of, like, be like, this like, this for Rettle, and like, yeah, uh, you're blue, I'll fight you with a red form. Well, maybe if Rettle died. I think he would have won power then type. Then he would have won power form. So, yeah. To show them that, like, red is strong. So yeah, so he uses this like weird attack to like kind of like stun him. Like it was like shining like a bright light on him so, or something like that. Apparently, it's called the timer flash. Okay. It's oh, a, so you like blind him with his timer? Yeah, that's cool. he used the energy from his color timer to like solar flare. Oh, type. that's why he like immediately went like. Bah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like at first, I had in the notes being like he used a solar flare type attack, and I'm like. It's Ultraman. What's the name of it? Yeah, that's the great thing. Like, I looked up Tiga on the wiki a long time ago, and, like, he, they have a list of, like, every single fucking technique he uses, and it's name. He, he has, like, he has, like, twen- over 20 techniques. Which, what I like about the Ultra Wiki as well, is that, like, with the names, there's, like, a gif of, like, that of him using names. So it's like, is this what he's doing? And, like, you look back, and it's like, yeah, that's what he's doing. He's using this attack. He's using this. Um, and then he just, yeah, he destroys him. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, like, Obelisk is dead, and Reynolds just goes back to his and planet. And you hear, like, yeah, and you hear, like, the old lady going, oh, okay, goodbye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah, she, was a, she was a sweet old lady. I like grapes. And, like, there was a scene earlier where, like, Hori's, like, about to, like, preparing himself, like, a nice hot bath in, like, her house. And then he goes over, and he's like, wait, where's Reynolds? Did you let her, let him go? Oh, now I feel like a piece of shit for staying. Fuck. We're going. Uh, fun fact about this episode. This was the final episode to air in 1996. Wow. Uh, oh, so air- we're in 97 now. Yep. Airing on December 28th, 1996. Three Dang. days before the start of 1997. Damn. Uh, but yeah, no, this was a good episode. It was interesting with, like, bringing in, like, two alien characters and, like, one of them being, like, really bad, and the other one trying to, like, you know, be, like, a, a positive side to, like, the conflict. It's a good world-building situation where it's, like, yeah, like, not ev- like not every alien is an invader. It's, like, they're, like, the Bounty Hunter episode. It's, like, no, there are aliens that are good. It's just fucking space is shit. Yep. Um, but definitely a good episode of Tiga. Yeah, no, Tiga's... Tika's stepping up. In which the alien designs this time around. I like them. They were really good. You know what the blue one reminded me of? Mm-hmm. Um, you can look it up after after the show, but it reminded me a bit of Shockwave from the Transformers Prime cartoon. Like how he was just all angled and like just the red eye that he had. Mm. Also, I did think that was cute. The blue alien had the red eye where the red where Redel had the blue eye. Yeah, complement of colors. Mm. Um yeah. So, no, Tiga, Tiga's stepping up. Tiga is definitely stepping up. Alright, now there's uh, more Gweedman. 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 Gweedman.
So episode 16, Ipe is scared. So this was a really interesting episode because it was about a fucking like bank robber slash murderer. So like the bullshit that Takashi like gets himself involved in. So he apparently was biking out at night, but he didn't have his light on because that's actually like against the law. Like you need to have like something shining on your bike or like a light on to or indicate that you're reflectors, like a reflector. So he wasn't doing that. And so then they meet, he was trying to leave, and the police were like, oh, did you steal this bike? And so, like, you know, they, like, arrested him or something like that. So he was, like, really, really upset about that, so he decided, well, fuck it. They treated me as a criminal, so I'm going to release this murderer from jail so that... Well, it wasn't just meant to be that murderer, like, that guy in particular. It was just, I'm going to release people from prison. Yeah. And so he does, so we get, like, this, like, creepy guy, and he, like... Steals a gun off a cop, and he just, like, he's running around the neighborhood with a gun. Yep. Um, so then, he ends up in Ipe's house. He ends up in the basement. Yeah. Where does Ipe go? Goes to the basement. What a fucking idiot. Yeah, so he gets fucking kidnapped, and then, like... Like, the guy holds him at gunpoint. Yeah, and then, like, at one point, like, fucking Ipe, like, pisses his pants. Yeah, Ipe is so scared, he, he soils himself. Yeah. Well, soil yourself when you shit your pants. He 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 he, he wet himself. Oh. So then, like the the robber keeps calling him like wet kid. P boy. So then, what happens is like the monster is destroying like the security system and stuff, and like fucking up shit so that like they keep getting like false readings of where the robber is. So like you know it's off the scent. So. Um. So eventually, like Naoto tries to like <laughs> we gotta find each other like. Uh, like, Naoto call like, Kana... Yeah, Kana. The Ipe's sister, Kana, calls Naoto's house. And it's like, oh, hey, Kana, what's up? Yeah, no, Daichi's here. Oh, you don't want to speak to Daichi? And you just see Daichi just be like, oh. Yeah, 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 Daichi's, like, in his chair right beside Naoto. He, like, gets up when he, like, he turns, hears. He turns, he stands up, he's like, oh, you don't want to talk to him? And, like, he immediately goes into, like, a sad face, sits <laughs> down, turns back around. I was like, ah, I take that, you bastard. <laughs> you little shit. Um, so... So then, like, Naoto goes to, like, try to find, uh, Ipe, and then he's like, okay, well, like, he gets, calls Yuka, and he's like, alright, let's go to, let's, let's rendezvous with Junk. <laughs> so, he go, they go down to, and they find him, and then, like, fucking Naoto with, like, the awesome skills, he, like, fucking, like, actually, like, defends, and, like, tries to, like, take, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like, counter the robber. Yeah, so what happened is, uh, like, they go down to the basement, the, uh, prisoner... Like, the prisoner, like, tries to sneak up on Naoto, but then Yuka, you know, warns him about it. He, like, gets in, like, a few punches until, until uh, Yuka freaking beats him with the metal baseball bat. Yeah, but, and he manages to get away. So then, like, they ask Ipe, it's like, wait, what's this, like, liquid on the floor? And he's like, eh, don't worry about that, let's, let's go jump. Um... So, that means, so the kaiju, the kaiju of this episode is the elastic monster Mecha Bamora, which... <sighs> what's wrong? Fuck. Last three episodes, it's been nothing but reusing monsters. Oh, okay. We've seen this guy before already. Yeah. Oh, that explains why it's Mecha Bomora. Bomora, in which I kept writing Gomera in the notes. I'm like, it's not Mecha Gomera. That's it's 2010. I almost want to make a piece of the thumbnail because it sounds like Gomora. You just put Mecha Bomora with Gomora's head. <laughs> Bomora? Is that you? Yeah. Just Gridman with Star Lord's head. <laughs> That'd be 
funny. There we go. Um. So yeah. So then they like uh, Ipe's like, all right, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'll show him for calling me wet kid. So like he goes to like because like the robber the robber tells him he's like. Oh, you think I hid the the money like somewhere like oh special and stuff like that? No, I hid it in a car in the parking lot at the bank. No, but it's like it's a place. It's an obvious place that no one would actually look because they they would think you just hid it somewhere like far away. So why would you hide money near a bank? Your car would be impound though. If you were in prison, your car goes into the impound yard. In which they would check it. So then, oh. so we get the we get the police dude. So Kogadimaru, which fairly guards the story of a okay he's naming the character wrong the whole time. So in the Wikipedia casting for Grid for Japanese page of Denkocho Jin Gridman, there is a character listed as Officer Asamagaski. I, I probably butchered that name. <laughs> but I found out this episode, that's not his name. No! His name is Kogenamaru. So why is his... Who is this officer guy that I have been confusing him with now? I don't know, maybe a recurring character for later. But it's like... But it does bring up a good point that I want to bring up. It took 16 fucking episodes... To finally get this guy's name. <laughs> and what's so funny is like every other fucking cop in this show, in this episode, is just like going around in cop cars. He's the only one with a bike. He just has a that's, bike. That's the joke. So like eventually like they go, like Redman's fighting the, the, the kaiju or whatever like that. And like, you know, he, he like, this gang is ass kicked. Like, I swear to God, like the fight lasts almost as long as the ep- as half the episode did. Yeah. Like, he's just, like, fighting the whole time. He's getting his ass kicked. And I'm just like, fucking go Thunder Gridman or something like that. And then eventually he does go Thunder Gridman. So I was like, good. Because, like, they send God Tank, but God Tank's not doing anything. So it's like, all right, let's send the Twin Driller and the Thunder Jet. And it's like, all right. Thunder So then uh, the robber gets to his car. He, like, gets the key, gets opens the trunk, finds the money. And he's like, all right, cool. But then, like, the cop and Ipe, like, go to stop him, which, uh, they do. Like, yeah, yeah, they catch him. And uh, Yuka calls the police after they destroy, uh, Mecha Bamaru. Bamora. Yeah, Mecha Bamora. I don't give a shit. I, <laughs> I, I kept calling him freaking Gomera, okay? Oh, Mecha Gomera. Uh, I love Mecha Gomera. Yeah, uh, she, like, defeats him. Uh, he fixes the police, the police station network, and then Yuka calls the police for backup. And then that's kind of the end of the episode. Yeah, I think like I love the face asking for the autograph and the, like the oh, three yeah. of them go up, and it's like, it's like, oh, you want my autograph? Yeah, go get it. He's like, no, no, we don't need your fucking autograph. I was the one that saved the day, bitch. Yeah. So the, like this episode was okay. Like it was, it was cool that like kind of shit, like, got real, and, like, mm. I did not expect, like, Ipe to fucking, like, wet his pants. Like, that was, that was... To be fair, if I was in his position, I probably would have done the same. With a gun? Yeah. Straight at your head? Yep. Even got tied up. Like, I was like, Jesus. Got tied up, freaking duct tape. 
Um, so then we cut to episode 17, Hello. A Lonely Hacker. This, I feel like, was the better episode of the two. Yeah. Um, so... Junk gets hacked into by this other, uh, like, computer-savvy kid. Named Sneakers. Yeah, call, that calls himself Sneakers. His name's Shigeru. Yeah, Shigeru. In which, uh, he does this for fun and shit. Simply because he doesn't have friends in the real world. Because, like, we find out later he's, like, con uh, confined to a wheelchair because he got in an accident. But then his sister, like, makes a mention going, like, Oh, no, he can walk. He just doesn't have the confidence to do it. So it's like in, uh, Ricky Bobby. Yeah. When he's in a wheelchair and they have to tell him. It's like, no, no you can walk. He just doesn't have the mental... Like, he's just not in the right mental state. Yeah, it's like in Dragon of Bruce Lee's story where, like, he got, like, really fucked up and he injured his back. And then he, like, he thinks he can't get better. And his wife's like, no, we're gonna fucking make you feel better. Here, let's start writing your new martial art thing that you've been talking about before this happened. And we'll we'll get you back on, on to... Back up to stuff. Um, so, yeah. So, he hacks junk, steals the Thunderjet data... And he's like, ha 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 ha. And so then, it, what's interesting is, like, Takashi doesn't really have, like, a motive. Like, he doesn't get, like, pissed off and then decides to send the kaiju. He he finds out, because Great Man goes, alright, let's combine and we'll go talk to this guy. And, like, we'll try to convince him. Yeah. So, obviously he thinks it's bullshit. Great Gr Man this episode... I feel like he has more of a character this episode. He did. Than just being the hero. Yeah, he talked for. Yeah, he was like, no, so let's combine, let's go to his place and try and tell him why we need that. Yeah, which Naoto does get it back. Yeah. So. Just, like, Grandman brought up a good point with, uh, with Shigeru. It's just like, hey, we need that data back because I fight evil on the internet. And if I lose, like you all lose, the world loses. Yeah. And, and what does what does Shigeru do? Shuts the computer off. No. Nope. Yeah. yeah, but then he kind of like questions it afterwards. He's like, oh, maybe. <laughs> what so does then, he do the next day? He goes online. Goes online, posts about his encounter with Gridman, which then Takashi finds out. And he's like, wait, someone knows about Gridman, which means we could possibly track and find out where Gridman is coming from. Like, where his source is. I know where Gridman is mentally. I am asking where Gridman is literally! <laughs> Thank you, Ant-Man and Wasp. Oh, he's at the junk. The junk? Ah! Oh, he's in the woods. <laughs> Just now we know where he is mentally. You know what? You know what? He's got to be a part of the thumbnail. Yeah. A fucking Walter Goggins. Yeah. Oh, I love that guy. Fucking loved, loved him and loved him in Ant Man Wasp. Loved him in Tomb Raider movie. Loved him in Hateful Eight. He was my favorite character in Hateful Eight, actually. Um. So no, yeah. No, so no, then. No, Con Digifier said. So then, like the three of them or whatever, like find uh, sneakers, and they like go up to him, and it's like, oh, nice to meet you, sneakers, and you just see him immediately going like, ah, shit. Shit. Ladies man 217. Are you ladies man 217? Are you ladies man number 27? Yes, yes. I love that. That's one of my favorite jokes in Transformers. Because uh, this is Decepticon being so fucking serious with that name. Are you the ladies man? 
Who's it? Who, who was it again? Fucking. That, that was Barricade. That was Barricade, yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, not Nanato, uh, Ipe, and Yuka find Shigeru. Like, they find his, like, the area that he lives in, which that's how they find, or that's how, uh, Nanato and Yuka find it, or Ipe and Yuka find out that he's in a wheelchair. Yeah. So, so it's like, there, there they are just wheeling along. Going yeah, to the park. He pays like being an asshole to him, being like, "Oh, you should go outside. You'll be more fit. Like you shouldn't be lazy asshole and stay on the computer all the time." Which then he gets pissed off and he's like, "Oh, I want to go home." So I'm going home. Um. So yeah, but the kaiju of this episode is the ultrasonic uh, monster, fake, Enos, uh, Anacillus. I know. Four now. And then I saw the preview for next episode. It's another Five one. in a row. Wow. It's either just mechanized or a fake version of them. Or it's just the same monster with a new weapon. I mean, I mean, this makes me happy because I love mechanized things. So. I, I, I don't mind it. The monster designs are good. It's just, I, was ex- I expect this from modern tokusatsu. Where we give the heroes, like, freaking 50 gajillion power-ups, <laughs> and we have, like, the same 12 monster suits throughout the show. Looking at you, Common Rider. Yeah, you fucking X-Aid. Looking at you, Ghost, through freaking now. No, Go- Ghost had actually a pretty wide palette of monsters. Good point. No, X-Aid used the same fucking, like, 10 fucking X-Aid monsters. started the trend. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it's like, and everyone's like, oh, wait. Didn't we beat that one? It's like no, because it wasn't a villain. It was a live. It was a living thing in cyberspace. That's just a creepy. Had a daughter. Yeah, and we saw that at the end of the episode. No, Auntie. Yeah, it's just like it's like oh yeah, that's my dad. It's just like and we're like oh. I look straight face. Uh, like, like even Gridman acknowledges that like this isn't the real thing. Yeah, no, it's I'm gonna f- beat the shit out of it. It's a fake. So then Takashi's thing is, oh, I'm gonna tap into everyone, every like hacker in the computer network and just turn them into my own personal like computer hack slaves and just expose Gridman. That's really hit and miss. That's kind of a genius idea, actually. Simply, like, I'll give him credit for that. It is creative. It's. it's- the only downside is that we only see Shigeru's point of view, but yeah. we don't see anyone else. So then, like, what happens is he, like, they, you know, uh, so, Gridman, like, they, they summon, uh, Xenon, but then, like, he's fucking so weird. He's, like, moving really fucking weirdly. Oh, then, God, Xenon? Yeah, and then he, and he loses his arms, and he's just, like, hopping around. Uh-oh. And then, yeah, he blows up. So then, like... Optimus Prime died. So then, like, Shigeru, like, decided, like, uh, cause, uh, uh the God, fake- God Xenon fixed the, uh, fixed the mainframe, which stopped the brainwashing. Yeah. Um, and then, like, Gridman's getting caught out, he's turning into, like, computer stone, like the equivalent of being turned to stone. Yeah, because, uh, Takashi had a program inside Anacillus, or fake Anacillus, to make him, uh, Rewrite his programming to make yeah. him like a tree. Yeah, can't move. Yeah, and so then like he like puts in a program that like releases him from it, and then he goes Thundergrid Man again. No, he doesn't. He doesn't turn the Thundergrid Man this episode. Oh, it was the last one. Yeah, because remember God Xenon blew up. Oh yeah, because I was gonna make a mention that uh, like you were saying that he like named those attacks. Oh yeah, uh, episode sixteen is the start where he actually starts shouting the name of his punt like his attacks. 
Mm-hmm. Like he's like Spark Beam or like Grito Beam or Thunder Grid Beam. 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 Um. So then, yeah, and then Grandman fucking kills him by like, <laughs> like he abruptly kicks him. He kicks him in the fucking head and he like shatters him, like almost shatters him to pieces and all this. Like, what the fuck was in that kick? Like, Jesus. Seismic tosses him into the air and that stock footage of him well, going, doing the grid beam. Oh yeah, well then apparently that's what Grandman was saying to him. He's like, oh, thank you for giving me like the program that like increased my legs. So like my legs were more powerful. And then yeah, he just like tosses him, destroys him with a grid beam. Grid man versus Kong Rider. Fair amount one. He can go bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then he talks to Shigeru and he's like, he's like, you helped me. Now I know you can do it. I know you can walk. You can try to walk. And he's like, oh no, I can't. He's like, no, you can. I believe in you. So then he tries to get up and walk. He can't do it. So then fucking Grinman uses his fixer beam on his legs somehow oh i didn't realize it could be used on fucking physical real life objects or people and he fixes his legs so he can walk again well, well you gotta remember those gridman the kaijus they are real it's just they're in the computer world so gridman's fucking jesus like you put that fixer be like i bet i bet if he used it on a cancer patient he'd cure them of their cancer like the fixer, I, the fixer beam is broken. I mean, if you think of it, the way he does his fixer beam is kind of like a crucifixion. Oh my god! So, but yeah, so we're, we're keeping it, we're staying it here. The fixer beam is fucking disgusting. It's broken as shit. It's like the be the game button. Now, if we could only fix the hole we have in our hearts. Oh, no more Gridman. You know what? I would buy it if Mill Creek announced the Gridman, the complete series. I would like that. Oh yeah, we do. We do plan on watching superhero samurai, samurai cyber squad. All fifty three episodes. Jesus of, uh, Christ! Yeah, the show. Get this. Apparently, the show ends the same way, but then they bullshit the like the the, the actual end of it and continue it for twelve more episodes. God damn. Yeah. Wow. Um. But yeah, so Shigeru, with the magic of fucking the Jesus Fixer Beam, he, like, gets up and he just, like, cuts them playing soccer with, like, the three of them and stuff. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's fun. And Wait then, a minute. Three boys, two girls. Den- Digital Sentai Gridman. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, and then uh, it ends up, like, Takashi just going, why me? Why? Why did I lose? And then we, we also, earlier in the episode, got, like, this weird shop, like, Zooming in on him, just going like, man, just looking all evil, just, mischievous. Just add the law and order music. Dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Fucking evil squirrel. Um. So yeah. So that was great, man. Like I said, always looking forward to watching more of this show. It's 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 cool stuff, man. Yeah. Both good episodes. Oh, pretty good episodes. Yeah. Just, uh, just kaiju's for fuck's sake. Give us better. Give our new kaiju's. Or better yet, give me a new power weapon or something. Give me a new form. Give me something. He did use the grid sword, which I was fucking happy about. Yeah. Um. I also saw in the preview he he I think they're stepping towards the dragon form, like Drago that he has. Ooh. So so maybe that's why they're saving money on kaiju's. Maybe it's so that you know, get two more freaking things. 
There you go. So yes, this was Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, episode 94. Takashi's time of the month. Yeah, Takashi's time of the month. I really hope next week we just, like, it's like a really fucking stupid bullshit reason why he gets angry. That's like one of my favorite things in this show now. It's just every time he gets like what 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 causes him to cause dis- death and destruction this week? Like it's so fascinating. He's just he's the one of the weirdest fucking villains I've ever seen in fucking Toku. And uh, yeah, Layton brought this up, so we're gonna briefly talk about this. So we're kind of gonna change the format of the show a bit. Yeah, so we're not gonna do two episode episodes anymore like we talk about two shows because like it's just they go by too quickly and we do it honestly out of pure laziness sometimes so yeah. so, so we're gonna we're gonna put our foot down we're not gonna be better about this yeah we're gonna be a bit better about it so we're now gonna do four episode discussions three minimum yeah if, like we three at the minimum but in which so next time we're talk so it's gonna be like two episodes of taiga with two, like, with your episode of Ultraman Tika. And with Gar's amazing, like, fucking amazing timing and proper dating of shit. Uh, we should be done Taiga by the, before we wrap up the show this year. Yeah, so, like, when, when Taiga's over, we'll have talked about it in full. Yeah. So, good for us. Better than what we did for fucking Rube. Or Gene. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Not this time, fuckers. No, this time we're finally going to finish a show on time. Yay. As long as the fan subs keep happening. Yeah. No, they've been good lately. Yeah. Like, every every week we're just like, we're like, is there an episode of uh, Tiger? Oh, there's cool. Which, yeah. we're going to go watch a new episode right now. Yeah, so, uh, schwa for now. Schwa for now. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. We appreciate your dedication to listening. If you have an opinion on the news or shows we talked about, Leave a comment down below. Hashtag comments for Lane. If you want to check us out on other social media pages, you can check out our Twitter pages. As always, you can follow me at twitter.com slash You can follow me at twitter.com slash lane double underscore. For other pages, you can find my blog, Gar's Toku Blogs, on facebook.com. And while you're on Facebook, why not give Radio Sentai Cast Ranger a follow? For older episodes of our shows, you can find them at castranger.podbean.com. And we also have some merch, such as t-shirts and bags, available at tpublic.com. That's all for this exciting episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. Until next time, schwa for now! now.